I can't believe I've not had one before. Just haven't lived, Harriet. I go black Americano if I'm feeling fat. Yeah. And then if I'm allowed a treat... <laughs> it does make you poo, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, that I didn't mean it for that. I just mean because I just poo. like, oh, no dairy, thanks very much. Uh, it's more... <laughs> thanks for that! <laughs> Welcome to Growing Pains. This is episode four. Hey, Harriet, no, over there on the other side said it wouldn't the last. Desk. And my name is Eloise. The the premise of this podcast is, well, we call it Growing Pains because I need to grow down a little in a, you know, just not be so responsible. That That's how, how I thought I saw myself. And I need to grow up big yeah. time, don't I, really? You do. I'm trying, though. I did some pants folding last week. Yeah, like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I like to I call think it about grown you. up. I think about you now every time I reach for a pair of pants. Do you? Have and you folded? I, no. And oh. I look at my pants and I sort of feel, mm, I wonder what Eloise's pants drawer looks like. They still look amazing. I'm not even going to lie. I'm being really good at keeping them folded. Yes, OK, so when you put them back in there, is there any other drawer of clothing that you've Marie Kondo'd? No. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> okay. else. OK, so come on. <laughs> But, you know, if I can stick to one pants being folded, one drawer of pants being folded, I feel like I've achieved something You're winning life. at life, But this is say. why there's still work to be done about me growing up. And I live in the suburbs of London with my husband and two kids and two cats, one of which I don't like very much, but that's another story. It's all right, I'm not mean to it. Um, <laughs> so, I just, you know, and I just feel like Eloise came into my life for a reason. All right, she, I had to work with her because she's on the Magic Breakfast Show. But I feel that emotionally, yeah. you teach me to grow down. I'm pretty sure one of the first times we met each other, I might have fish hooked you, which is where you put your finger in someone's mouth and you yank them along. I can't bear it. And, uh, or booped you on the nose. It's I'm definitely, a fan of I've her been booped by you. <laughs> She's very um, intrusive in your in your space, Eloise. I, I, I didn't realise I was so uptight until I met you and then <laughs> realised that actually it's like, oh, get away. <laughs> Um, if you ever hear anything that you would like to get in touch with or you don't agree with what we're saying, or you do agree, and you go, yes, girls, yes, me too, then please, you can always get in touch with us at Grow Pains Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email growpainspod at gmail.com because this works with you, this podcast. We we check in with each other, see how we're doing in our efforts to grow up and grow down. Um, we've put somebody on the naughty step, or you put someone on the naughty step. And we're often on the naughty step with you as well. And we're having a tantrum each week it's my turn already it's caused it's caused quite a bit of uh, kerfuffle on social media yeah. and also within our breakfast show team with Ronan Keating he is like what Harriet you he's need to chill me, out he's basically told me I need a fucking hug is what he's said <laughs> word for word word for word because my tantrum is called and I'm sorry about the swearing fuck you and your forever house that's what it's called now it's a bit awkward because he's currently building his forever house now this wasn't planned and this is Ronan this is not aimed at you or at your beautiful wife Storm okay this is Something different, and we'll get to that later. But they are building their Yes, I know, but they're not smug about it. No, they're not they're smug not, about not it. Not at all. Anyway, do you think we've covered that? We've covered yeah, that yeah, base. Yeah, we've, we've dealt we've with that. We've got ourselves out of that hole. We're fine. Are we still on the Christmas card list? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, so you can expect chats like this. Very oversharing. We're just pals hanging out together, trying in various levels of success to grow up or grow down. And that's what we want from you guys as well. So you're always welcome. But I think now we should probably have a little catch up this week, Harry, about how well you are doing at growing down or growing up. Because, you know, you should... Probably loosen up a little bit, right? Because, <laughs> oh. you know, the last couple of weeks of you being really drunk, you know, hopefully you've tightened the reins and you've pulled them back in and now you're behaving again, right? 
Well, there were a few other nights out. So there was... What? I mentioned the... the we had a 10-year wedding anniversary. Yeah. In my lovely husband. And so he booked us in to the hotel. We got married at the Landmark Hotel in town. Fancy. On the Marylebone Road, and it's beautiful. And as a surprise, he booked us in there. Top husband point. You know what he did? He, he packed for me as well. What? What did he pack? He did really well. He didn't give me many options. He didn't put any bottom halves in of anything. <laughs> Just tops? Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. No. Was there any like fancy underwear? Like, no. Presumptuous. Yeah. Well, hey. So he went in my underwear drawer and he was rifling through and he said, What's all this nice stuff like that you never wear? <laughs> but then I said to him, I said, The thing is, I just, I just bought that. I had bought that because I knew I needed to up the ante slightly. Yeah. Because I maybe because we've been talking about stuff here on this podcast and I thought, Harriet, buy yourself some good underwear. So I went, <laughs> Only to MS, folks. <laughs> But it's nice, and it's this, and it's that, and anyway. So he he got a load of that stuff out, it. and he packed, and he did very well. Um, but he he packed my son's toothbrush instead of mine. Uh, <laughs> and did it, it have like got, trains on it? Oh god! Well, no. You see, <laughs> so then I guess it would have been a clue. But I was like, this is, this is great, but this is Louis's toothbrush, and I'm not using that. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. I love my son dearly, but no. But anyway, that night, I think we behaved as if to show each other we've still got it. Yeah. So instead of just a romantic meal and an early night. Yeah. I'm going to say it because it's our podcast and it's a safe space. I can't look you in the face. I okay, feel well, like we I know what you're going to tell no, me. No, I just, I just need to say, but no, because sometimes, sometimes you can feel like if you booked a hotel room and it's the whole woohoo, it's hanging over you the whole night, the build isn't up. it? You're right. The build up. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to not get too drunk, mm. not eat too much so that you're like, oh, darling, I can't. I can't, do it. I yeah. can't. Or get too tired. Oh, or all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. So, anyway, so it was anyway, not too much information. Got it out of the way. <laughs> Got it out the way. It's exactly, it's exactly how he'd like me to express that. We just got that out of the way. Tick. So then any more is a bonus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very nice. And we left. <laughs> we went out. I'm blushing. And, um, yeah, so that was good. Carried on with the shots. Carried on with the shots. But you're talking like that's not your only night that you've gone and no. got a bit well, then next night, we went back to a boys own gig it was their last night it was at Wembley and Ronan very kindly had invited our kids as well mm. so we went as a family my mother-in-law came to obviously enjoy the show but also the sole purpose babysitting babysitting yeah and that she could then take the kids home because Ronan had said look it's going to be an after party stay so we stayed now he's friendly with Zara Tyndall and Mike Tyndall Zara Phillips really is what princess no a princess duh princess she's a princess she's a princess oh, she's a well, Ronan introduced me to her. He said, Zara, come over here. This is our royal correspondent on Magic Breakfast. I was like, oh, for Uh-oh. God's sake. She looks like she'd, uh, she'd enjoy a shot or two. Yeah, so we were then doing shots at sort of one o'clock in the morning. And so that, again, was another night that was not mature. Harriet, you've done so well at growing down this week. I don't think I'm doing it for the podcast either. I think it... You know, no. I love that last week you're like, this is just a short little spate of nights out. No, but again, I'll say it. There's nothing else in the diary. <laughs> There isn't. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There, oh, it's a girlfriend's party this weekend, but it's not going to be like that. Next time, kids, more of Harriet's <laughs> debauchery and doing shots <laughs> with the royals. <laughs> okay, so that's me. What about you? So whilst you've been doing that, I've been trying to be very grown up. I've been to farmers markets and art galleries. Oh. I did have a few Instagram posts on there of me looking smug, looking like I'm really interested in the art, just so that people know that I go to fun, exciting yeah, things. Yeah, no, you got your boyfriend to take a picture of you so that you would look like you yeah. were 
I heard you know, things. nonchalant, like, I don't even know it's happening because I'm facing away. I but know! Actually, I was like, what? Get, make sure you get the photos. Can you get the picture in? Get the picture in. And, and does my hair look okay at the your back? Ha- can I just say, your hair looked really nice in that picture. Thank you. I did have like a sticky up bit, but he sorted me out. He's my in my Insta Bay. I think that's what they call it, don't they? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to expect more of that top content. <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy from the farmer's market? Uh, I bought a sourdough loaf. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, much did that cost you? £4.50. <laughs> I didn't think it would cost that much, right? Yeah. And I'd already picked it up and I couldn't really oh, put yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, ooh, ooh, sourdough. It's like the hip new thing, isn't yeah. it? Have well, a sourdough. Not so new anymore. Yeah, still to me, who used to buy white loaves for 50p up until, what, <laughs> two months ago or something. <laughs> Coupled with that, though, I went for a delightful walk. On the Hampstead Heath in London. Very nice. It was lovely. You didn't call me. That's near me. I know, I didn't. And Sorry. you went to one of my favourite pubs and you didn't call the me. Bush, yeah. Just didn't you didn't want to be you. joined by a family and their two noisy kids. Just, I mean, what the... Yeah, I know. It's crazy, that, isn't, isn't it? Mad. Anyways, I had a nature wee. Had what? a wee in public on the heath. <laughs> you didn't? Yeah. Did you? I wiped everything with a dock leaf. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did a drippy dry, first of <gasps> all. Eloise, too much. That is a bit too much, isn't it? Sorry. But then a dock leaf came to my rescue. Can you explain to me? A, a nature d- wee. D- well, yeah, everything. But I also want to know a, a, a drippy dry. Yeah, it's when you just wiggle until and you everything wiggle. comes out. <laughs> 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 you know, you don't want wet pants. Where uh, where did you do your nature week? In the bushes? Yeah, but there are... You, I know Hampstead Heath, Heath quite There's well. not really no. any hidden bushes because well, you think you're going you in say there. say that. Yeah, <laughs> some other people will say, won't say, will say that too. Um, but um, it, yeah, you think you're hiding in a bush and then you realise that when you've got your bum out, <laughs> that, that one bit that you thought was not a path is a path. <laughs> And this is what happened to me. But me and my friend Nicole were side by side weeing. And they were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're coming this way. And we like... God, so someone on lookout. I tried so hard to be grown up with my farmer's markets and art gallery. And then this happened. And it was like falling off the tightrope then because I went full growing down because I then went to my first ever football match and I turned into a football lout. Wow. I was shouting at the players like, come on! I didn't even know what I was doing it for or what team I was rooting for. <laughs> Which game was it? It was Hemel Hempstead v Dulwich Town. Wow. So it's very, they allowed booze in there, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know existed. <laughs> and we had cans, but I dropped one on the floor and it started to spray. And I thought it would be hilarious to spray this in all my mates' faces. So it was me and all the lads. Mm. They call our little gang Eloise and the lads. Oh. It's like five boys and me. And I turn into one of them when I'm with them. So I'm spraying beer in people's faces <laughs> as a football match <laughs> in the middle of the day. Oh my God. What was I doing? I'm surprised you didn't get chucked out. Everyone was loving it. Who won? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Serious? Left a bit early because I went to the pub. So I descended into full lad. I'm not proud of it. But at the same time, it was funny. Do you think that's the last time you'll be invited to a football match? I think I'm probably banned. I think Eloise and the lads, the band, are broken up now. <laughs> Sounds like such a shame. I know. Um, right, that's us. That's our efforts to grow up and grow down. As we've always said, expect varying degrees of success, really. Yeah, highs and lows um, for both of us there. On that one, on the Growing Pains podcast, we always like to put someone on the naughty step. And I say we like to do it. It's not really us doing it. We ask you to, 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 to fess up and tell us the people in your life that need to be put on the naughty step. I mean, it could be you that needs to be on the naughty step. I'm not sure how I feel about, you know, if I was at that football game and you were spraying 
beer in my face. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be. Like, you was like, everyone loved it. Did they? Uh, probably not. And also, I didn't love it when they did it back to me because my mascara went down right. my face. And it's all in your hair and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's on my coat. I've not actually washed my coat yet either. There you go. So, yeah, I probably think deserve about to that. be on that, don't I? Yeah, so Eloise is on the naughty step, actually, for behaving badly at a football match. I got DM'd by chauffeur Jerry, who sent us a photo of him sitting on a step marked naughty step. <laughs> Spell N O R T Y, like it. I'm on the naughty step permanently. Just the level changes. Sarah Lockett emailed us growpainspod at gmail.com in case you want to do a little longer version. Sarah says, I'd like to nominate my mum, Teresa, to be on the naughty step. She came with me to a doctor's appointment. My doctor was a very polite lady who spoke softly and wore lots of pink. You know the kind. Whilst explaining the procedure, she let out a little fart. (laughs) And my mum silently absolutely lost it. I was concentrating really hard not to look at her. I know, I know that kind of thing. I know that. She said, I could feel my face going red and that bursting hysteria dying to be let loose inside me. My mum was trying to stifle the laugh with a cough, but I could not, would not look at her knowing that it would break me. There I was thinking what an absolute hero I was for holding it in. People would talk about me in years to come, about the feat that I have achieved. But the doctor stopped talking. I went to ask a question and I hear a little burst of air from my mum's mouth, like this. I turned to see her, eyes streaming with tears of laughter, trying her best to say sorry she leaves and just leaves me in there on my own. I have to endure the last part of the appointment, trying to listen to all the info, feeling incredibly embarrassed at my mum. And also trying to hold in the laughter that was desperate to come out. I've oh never forgiven God. her. That's brilliant. I know I know that laugh. That's like you at the Penn Museum, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. It's the stifling laugh. It's in a situation like that, yeah, in a doctor's yeah. surgery. So inappropriate. In, in an assembly back at school. Yeah. Being shown around at Penn Museum for an hour. Yeah. Or in like a, a funeral. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> okay, Jono Coleman has been in touch on Instagram. Now, people may, may well know Jono. Oh, yeah. He's a fabulous broadcaster. I used to do a breakfast show with him. Did you? On another radio station. Yes. A long time ago. He's hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. So much love to you, Jono. Um, I have cleared this with him, by the way. We are allowed to tell this story. He says, my ex-mother-in-law put me on the naughty step for six months after catching me and her daughter in a very compromising position. <gasps> no! Jono, Jono. She knocked the front door, but we didn't hear her. So she came round the back of the house and stood at the patio doors, looking in at her daughter on, no! all, on all fours, with a collar and lead on, special undies, and me behind oh her. Oh, my God! She called me every name under the sun and didn't speak to me for six months. Oh. Jono, you have fully entered into the Growing Pains podcast spirit of things. He is well and truly inducted into the Hall of Fame of the Naughty Step, isn't he? <laughs> oh, God. Jono, love that one. Shudder at the memories. Yes, thank you, Jono, for getting in touch. Um, if you'd like to put somebody on the Naughty Step, tell us a story, please. You can email growpainspodcast.com pod at gmail.com just when we thought this was all going well you know we've got all our people on the naughty step there's been no tantrums you're gonna have one aren't you i am we're gonna take it in turns to have a tantrum on the growing pains podcast and this one is called um fuck you and your forever house i know how you're hesitant to say that aren't you because it's a very rude word (laughs) and, and i don't normally say it on tape on anywhere but i feel quite strongly about this and i didn't know if i was the only one that felt like this yeah um but we've been asking for the things that you also find smug when people say it now as we said at the beginning of the podcast, live in, live in the most beautiful homes, build your dreams. It's brilliant. Yeah. But it's just the smugness of people 
And and maybe this, I've hated this phrase for about 15 years, so it was probably also at a, fra- at a, at a point in my life when I was a million miles away from my forever yeah. house. And to be honest, I'm not, I hope I'm not in my forever house right yeah. now. It's when people think that they've got their life so bloody sorted. Yeah. That's what it is. It, and it, it's a smug way that couples look at each other and they go, yes, well... We're in our forever house. Yeah, well, yeah. aren't we? Yes, we are, aren't we? Well, we're in our forever house. I just want to punch them. Yeah, it's, it's there's something about this whole Instagram generation of showing the best of everything, isn't it? Like for me, I'm most of my friends from back home. This is fine for them. Like absolutely fine for them. Family, they've got their forever home. Two point four children looks perfect. But do they Dreaming. call it their forever home? It's more like a hashtag perfect family yeah. or love these guys, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but I don't have any of that. And it will probably be, I'll probably be like an older mum, that kind of thing. So I feel like, oh, maybe I'm not doing the right thing as someone in my, in my late 30s or whatever, because maybe I'm wasting time, but I'm having fun doing it. But there is that smugness, isn't it, of that their life is a better life. That, that, that it's sorted. That's it, isn't it? Sorted. The, 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 yes, yes, we're sorted. We ticked that box. And that here we are and we're in our forever home. And no one's sorted. No one's that sorted. And sometimes you just want to be like, it's fine that you've got that forever house, but you know, come on, let us know that you're not sorted somewhere else. Show us the dirty laundry piles that you've got in your forever house. That's CJ Simsy on Insta. I'm glad it's not just me. I shudder when I hear that phrase. Oh, and mum friends. Just say friends. What is wrong with people? <laughs> I might be guilty of that. But now I know it annoys you, CJ Simsy. I'm going to stop saying that. Sarah Flanagan says, who can afford their forever home anyway? In reaction to that, we asked what other smug things that other people drop into a conversation or into their Instagram posts or whatever that really winds you up. Lindsay Morham, another one on Insta, uh, when people refer to mummy friends, they are just friends who happen to be mums. Get a grip. Also, hashtag blessed makes me want to punch people. And Lisa Twirler, she got in touch on Twitter at GrowPainsPod and said, when people say, living my best life, yeah, of course you are, Doris. <laughs> I know. That's, so, that's why I did, you know, when I did that art gallery post, like I made fun of it because I totally contrived it and set it up so that people thought they'd go to somewhere fancy. <laughs> and then your next Insta story was at least you having bought uh, meals for a quid. Yeah, bargain meals from the bargain bucket in M&S. Keeping it real. <laughs> uh, Mandy says, when people say LOL to something, funny don't say it do it (laughs) i am guilty of that i go lol Uh, but i kind of feel like i do it in an ironic way but yeah i do that mandy sorry uh jackie mac says when people say they're a full-time mummy when they don't work i work full-time but that doesn't make me any less of a mummy oh we hear you jackie yeah that's a good one uh lola bellax when i that's bellax by the way when i when i get told why bother (laughs) why bother having kids if you're still gonna work oh yeah that's a bit of an irritating one as well Alison Mayer says, the term making memories seems so forced. Oh, it does, doesn't it? I'm making memories doing all these amazing things. (laughs) Andrew Bradley, (laughs) I stopped watching all the talent slash reality shows. Just far too many journeys for me. They lost their favourite pen in 1984 (laughs) and suddenly it's a journey of recovery. Whoa, it's me. I deserve this. I I lost my pen. I think Andrew needs a hug a little bit, don't you? Maybe. We'll send Ronan round. CJ Simsy, she got in touch on Instagram and she said, social media proclaimers, my children are my world. Thanks for clarifying. Mm. Oh, I've got another one on that. You know when it's like people's kids' birthdays and they're not on Instagram and they're like, or Twitter or Facebook and they message, happy birthday to little Jamie who turned two today. Your son can't read. He is not on Facebook. He can't like it. Like, what? Who? What? 
What? What? <laughs> Does that really annoy you? So annoys me. Ah. Oh. What about do you do that? Is that what no, you're No, no, I really me? don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I actually don't. But sometimes I don't know why people make massive, massive proclamations or big tributes to people who've died. Who are you doing this for? Yeah, this is controversial. I think lots of people hate me for saying this, but it's for attention. Well, yeah, I would do it in terms of celebrity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he's not going anywhere soon. <laughs> That's really awkward. But what I mean is, like, I do it for someone who means something to me. And for someone I've never met who means something to me, I guess I do it for Madonna because I keep banging on that. I'm sure. a Madonna fan. So I would feel that I would need to say something. Yeah. What is that need to say something that that, that person is not going to read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is or it- when people go like, thinking of you, Nan, and you're like, your Nan's not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Have I gone too far? No. But it's not on Facebook because she's not here. Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And she probably wasn't anyways because she's 92. <laughs> <laughs> it's two tantrums in one, isn't it? Today you, you've thrown a tantrum. <laughs> uh, Tammy Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I've been waiting for this my whole life when you're only in your 20s, love. You've not had a whole life yet. <laughs> totally agree on that one. And Graham Peterkin, when someone shows you a photo and says, this is a photo of me when I was younger. Of course it is. He says, every photo of anyone is of them when they were younger. <laughs> well, kind of. It might have been just a recent one. Last one. Girl AD on the Growing Pains DMs on Insta says, I don't want to have kids. Never have. But I keep getting told I'll change my mind. I doubt it. I'm 35. Or they tell me, oh, it's because you haven't met the right man yet. Oh, God. Cue yeah. massive tantrum. Thank you so much for getting in touch with all of your tantrum responses. Now, next week, I'm going to have a little tantrum, Harriet. Mm-hmm. And it's because my friendships have been getting really expensive. And I have been asked to be in about three different Hindus, some abroad holidays. And was I meant to be saving up for those for the last 10 years in advance? Because they are these friendships are turning into such expensive ones. So I think I actually want to ditch some of them. <laughs> so I want to know uh, your most expensive friendship, what the cost of your friendships are, what events are you being made to pay for? Just have a little rant with me. Oh, I like that. Oh, God. I love that. I'm going to have to go bankrupt or get a loan out. Yeah, just or to even be just like, oh, we're all going out for dinner and we're choosing this restaurant. And yeah. you know that that particular friend orders the best wine. Yes. Always goes for the, the steak, steak option. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I need a good I need to get this off my chest. Have All a right. good old rant about that. So please get in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram at GrowPainsPod or email us growpainspod at gmail.com. Just a thing for any other business before we go, this will turn into a very long podcast. You know, um last time we talked about waxing slightly yes. and grooming habits and you were very sweet and you were like I, I'd like to know what it is that people do then I know that I'm not alone or I can do what other people do yeah I want to know the trend it's a intimate thing and it's a it's a almost like the last bastion of information between women men kind of see each other's bits and we yeah. on the whole don't yeah definitely uh, I'm not suggesting we do by the way I'm just saying stating the obvious but whilst you're worrying about that mm. here's in terms of waxing, I found something the other day and I thought of you because this is a whole other level of things to worry about. Don't. Um, and actually, how I saw this, first of all, was lovely Lisa Snowden, mm. right? I don't think she'll mind us saying this because I saw it on her Insta stories. She does a lot of beauty stuff. She waxed her nostrils. <laughs> oh, 
Ooh, and done. Yes. I don't know if she'd had it done in a beauty parlour, but basically I turned onto one of her Insta stories and it was of her pulling this thing out of her nose and going, oh, well, that's another thing done. And you think, oh, my bloody God, do I now have to worry about wow. that? So then you start looking in the mirror, all the little hairs in yeah. your nose. By the way, I think, you know, get the proper thing for this. Don't just shove a load of wax in your nose because <laughs> that would be a disaster. So then I looked online because I, I honestly thought, should I do this at home? Yeah. And there's a thing called Nads's Nose Wax Kit. Would you like to hear the description of this? Yeah. It's from Japan, the land of the future. For safe, quick and enormously satisfying removal of your unsightly nasal bush. (laughs) (laughs) Using our specially formulated hypoallergenic nasal wax, you can remove all your unwanted nose hairs in just under five minutes. Make your nose happy, saving you from bushy nose hole wig. Wow. Love that. is what they're calling it. Um, You've just reminded me that I have once imacked Kevin's back. Back. (laughs) (laughs) It burnt him. He was really annoyed. He was like, is this going to hurt? I was like, no, it's just cream. God, grow up. And anyways, it burnt him and he had like a rash on him. Um, But also that's reminded me. I feel a bit bad though because I've talked about Kevin and waxing his back. We still need to come up with a name for him, don't we? You've just used (laughs) his name again. I don't know what to call him. We tried the lab and that didn't work because it sounded rude, Mm -hmm. especially when we talk about waxing, etc. Tony Allen DM'd us on Instagram and he said, why don't you call him the boy? But I'm not sure about that. That's quite nice. I think I'm still open to names for him, but we need to get one ASAP because I can't be talking, bless him, about his waxing. No. No. <laughs> no. Let's not mention his name anymore. Let's call it, it's the boy for now, but maybe something, we could be something more interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, don't forget, you can email us anytime, um, particularly good for those long, juicy stories. We always need somebody who's going to be on the naughty step, please. Growpainspod at gmail.com. Don't forget also to please subscribe, rate and review us. That helps us get noticed. We're doing all right, actually, I think, for episode yeah. four. We're getting up those charts and that's why we need all those subscriptions, basically, because it just fudges all the... Fudges all you the time. <laughs> I don't know what gets us there, but that's what I know other podcasts say. So I think that's what we should that's say. That's exactly what we should say. <laughs> also, my turn to throw a tantrum. So I want to know from you guys your expensive friendships. Have a little rant about what friends are costing you what money. Yeah, because love is free, man. Yeah, friendships should be free, or at least not cause you to get a small loan out, you know. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening to us. We'll be sharing more Growing Pains with you next time. Have a great day. 